Hi, this is Theo, and you're listening to Between Two Trains. Twice a month, we bring you great stories of entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area. This episode, your hosts are Van Pappas and Dr. Rachel Weimer. And now, Between Two Trains. Welcome to another episode of Between Two Trains. We're coming to you, as always, from beautiful downtown Chambly at the beautiful offices of 3411 Co-working. And today I have back again my co-host, Dr. Rachel Weimer. Dr. Rachel, as uh, some of us like to call, not to be confused with Dr. Ruth, right? Different kind of doctor? Definitely different. Different kind of doctor. Is Dr. Ruth still alive? Yes, she is. She is, okay. I like that you know that. I I wouldn't know. Uh, Anyways, today we've got uh, some great entrepreneurs. Um, I want to welcome to the show Casey and Melissa from Moonberg Coffee. Uh, welcome to the show. How are y'all? Great, doing well. Thanks for having us. Great, great. I feel like everybody's been waiting to hear from you guys. I think so. This has been an anticipated episode mm-hmm. for the last what about year and a half? When did y'all start? A little over two years. Now. It's been two years mm-hmm. now. Okay, so y'all have a unique sort of business because you're operating out of another business. Mm-hmm. So for those listening to the show who don't know about Moonberg Coffee, they're located in the upstairs room of the Southbound Restaurant. Tell, tell us, how, how did that happen? What's the story behind how you ended up there? Well, I was working at another coffee shop in town, and I knew Mike, the owner of Southbound. Mike so, Plummer, who we mm-hmm. tried to get on here, but we're having a tough time getting him on the show. We need to get... Maybe you can convince him after this episode. Maybe he's shy. Yeah, I I don't see Mike being shy at all. But uh, I let him know that I was going to be leaving my job, and he asked me what my plans were. So you're working at a coffee house Mm -hmm. for someone else. I was, yeah. And I told him, probably go back to social work. That's what I did before. And he asked if I wanted to, and I said no. And he told me, don't go on any interviews. We set up a meeting for the following week, and uh, we came up with Moonbird. No way. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. mm-hmm. So we can credit a lot of this to Mike Plummer. Is that what we're hearing? Well, or you had this thought. <laughs> you know. It was percolating uh-huh. in you. I see it. Uh-huh. It was percolating in your head. You yeah. just need an outlet exactly. to, to formulate yes. it. Yes. So... Tell us, all right, so it's a traditional coffee house, right? It is. I mean, there's, yeah. is there anything unique other than you're serving coffee, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. What else do we serve? We still serve we some... We have tea. We have pastries. Some pastries. Breakfast burritos. Oh, we do have a breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, all the time I've been coming there, I did not know you had a yeah. breakfast burrito. It's an amazing uh-huh. breakfast burrito. Okay. Thank so it's it's just that one uh, breakfast item. Mm-hmm. It's like well, I can't I can't come up there and order like uh, two eggs over easy no, and some bacon. No. Sometimes you might be able to get a quiche. Oh, okay. But yeah, breakfast burritos. And you certainly don't want anything that we attempt to bake ourselves. <laughs> so do you so you outsource all the the items, the food items? The baked goods. The baked yeah. goods. And the is there someone that we can promote here that they come from or is it just like general? Twisted Pastry is our baker. Okay. Um and he also does the quiches. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's he's relatively local, works out of Doraville. Okay. Really, really solid guy. We might need to get that. him on the show. Yeah, I love that. But, I love that you you ladies have gluten-free options as well. Yes. That's becoming big, isn't mm-hmm. it? Gluten-free. It is, I never yeah. quite understood the gluten stuff. Mm. I think I got a lot of gluten right here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
call that the gluten belly. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So, all right. So uh, this business intrigues me. I've, you know, uh, my father was in the restaurant business. Uh, being Greek, I'm the first Greek in my family not to be in the restaurant business. My uncle, my father, my grandfathers, my cousins. And so this is sort of in that same realm, you know, where you're serving food, you're serving coffee, and it really intrigues me. And it's one of those that one day maybe I say, hey, I'd love to do something like that. So you were in the coffee business. You said, I'm going to start this. Mike talked you into opening in his place. What's next from here? Are we happy with the setup and the arrangement, or is there some growth potential here? We are happy with the setup. Uh, it's a relatively huge space for coffee shops. It doesn't have that. Yeah, most coffee in. houses. What's the square footage up there? It's big. I'm not entirely sure about the square footage, but I but I know that on any given day we there's seating room for at least sixty people yeah. around tables. You don't sign. Almost unheard of. Yeah, not in a coffee shops. shop. That's big. Yeah, that's big. That's banquet big. Have you ever thought of like? entertainment of any kind or is the morning just not you're not going to have someone playing uh, we do actually on saturdays on saturdays some you bring saturdays in some we entertainment. have live music um we have pop-up bakers but not too many weeks ago we had a, a five-piece bluegrass band mm -hmm. really so you, yeah you can make your way to moonbird on saturdays and catch some unique some, entertainment some bluegrass i love that That's so great I didn't in know downtown that. shambly so let's talk a little bit about the business itself. You know, we've got, we're, you're unique because really other than the big chains out there, there is no other like locally owned sort of traditional coffee house. You got the Starbucks, which I can't stand. Um, and then you got all the, the chain fast food places like mm -hmm. McDonald's and Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts and yeah. all and Chick-fil-A. Um, are they really competitors of yours or are no. people coming to you really are never going to go to those places? We were a little concerned when Starbucks and when there was Revelator coming into Whole Foods. We were a little concerned, but we didn't. I totally forget yeah. that. Revelator. To yeah, I forget yeah. that that's yeah. even there. It's yeah. not, not the same kind of experience. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people that go there prefer kind of the drive through experience All right. really quick and leave. With Moonbird, you have to walk upstairs. Of course. And you have to wait for your coffee. We're still quick, but it's not the same as a drive-through, so not really competition. What is so? Are you because of the arrangement with Mike? Do you feel that you're able your overhead with, for rent and all that is a lot better than if you said, "Hey, you know, there's all these great spots in Chambly. There's all this development. You know, I could have my own little place." Is it just too pricey to do that? It's very expensive in Chambly. I mean, we've looked to move to the area even, and we can't afford it. Yeah. It's crazy. With all well, you mean move to the area to live? Yes. And you can't afford no. to live in Chambly? Mm -hmm. Well, it's, a, it's the same. It's sort of the same challenge, I think, confronting you know most a lot of people. In, how in the how city. far away do you live? Where do you live? Uh, the West End. Oh, wow. You yeah. come all the way from the West End? Yes. Wow, that's mm -hmm. a long way to go. Yeah. Oh, this is so interesting. So how did you end up, the only reason you ended up opening a coffee shop in Chambly as opposed to the West End was because of Mike. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's so interesting, because the West End is a great place yeah. to open a coffee shop as well. Also so you, you, you're not yes. leaving us to go to the West no. End? No, we're not leaving. Okay. No, Chambly loves you too much. You can't <laughs> <do>. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about being an entrepreneur for a second. So you used to work at a coffee house, so I'm assuming you got some 
coffee knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and admit here on the air that I know nothing about coffee. And in fact, I've never actually drinking coffee in my entire life. I think we should change it. Yes, people leave. I think we should change it live. Live? Well, since we're recorded, I don't think that'll play as well. But... um, but it is the business itself does intrigue me and so you you've got some knowledge working for someone else in a coffee right. house yeah. how much did that come into play with what you're doing i don't think people talk to me all the time about opening their own shop but they have no experience in the industry uh-huh. i don't think that's really i mean unless you have someone else run it for you completely mm-hmm. i don't think it's possible i think it you have to know yeah. something about you, coffee you to own to, a coffee house. You have to know about stock. You have to know about roasters. You have to know, I mean, the demand that you'll get from people, all the little intricacies of what people want. And you only get that from... So where do you source your coffee from? Is it? We have a couple of roasters. Okay. Our main roaster is in Lawrenceville. It's called Thirsty Gauge Coffee, small roaster. Uh, Cuban guy, our espresso is Cuban espresso, it's great. And then we have a Cloudland coffee roaster, which is just one woman up at a... She's at Prep, actually yeah, not, prep not, food far, kitchen. not far from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she works with a lot of micro-communities of, of women entrepreneurs in source countries. Oh, I love so it. it's, it's, it's just this, it's so this is a wonderful opportunity to sort of pay it forward and, and give back and, and uh, support her in a way that allows her to support um, women entrepreneurs in source source communities. So they roast it and then send it to you, or do they go ahead and grind it and send you it ground, or you grind we it get yourself? Whole beans. Whole bean, and, and then uh, you grind it. They deliver it every week. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest challenge in opening, or not opening a, a coffee shop, but having a coffee shop? <laughs> Probably the time commitment. Uh-huh. People think you kind of, sure, you wake up really early, but you get your day done really well, early. Well, let's, let's go through that. What time do you wake up on a daily basis? 4.44. 4, 4, you got to die. Yes. We, we sleep in until 4.46. No. Yes. 4.44. So it, um, if you, is that because you just have a bunch of stuff to do to get the store open or because you... I mean, you're, I'm assuming 444, we got, what, a 30-minute drive? It's about 20, 20 minute drive 20 to 30 minutes in, in the morning. morning. So you could sleep an extra 20 minutes if you lived here right. in Shambly. Yes. So we got to figure out a That's way true. to get you living yes. in Shambly yes. so you can get that extra exactly. 20 minutes of sleep. Yes. So 444, you get to the store, what's the first thing? Because uh, you don't open till what time, 6? Uh, we open at 730. 730. Yeah. All right. So 444, 20 minutes to get there. We typically... What time do you show up at the store? It depends. Um, Four to six? It depends on if we've worked on burritos the day before or if we have to work on them in the morning. So generally it could be any time between maybe six and six six and 6.30 typically. Um, and then it's just a mad dash yeah. to get everything set up kind of and ready. Everything. I mean, you know, I mean, we get up at 444 because we... we have a life and animals and you know we need to spend time with them and no we, kids no yep. kids yeah, thank goodness have, have to drink our coffee at home first yeah. uh-huh. so oh so you don't do you drink while you're at work at all yes okay yes, definitely but you got to get that cup in yes. before you leave the house exactly okay of moonbird trip of yeah. moonbird trip. yeah no other 
So now we're at the store, we're open. You've been open for two years, you said. Mm -hmm. You've, I'm assuming at this point, seen sort of a, a pattern. Or is it like You'd all over surprised. the place? It's not, you don't say, um, well, we know that there's Tuesdays. A lot of people come in. We know Saturdays are going to be busy. Okay. Saturdays are That's always busy. That's your busiest busy. day? It is. And throughout the week... There's no set pattern, which is really strange for coffee so shops. Yeah. Uh, most coffee shops, you see an upward trend. Mm -hmm. Start of the week's kind of slower. People are making their coffee at home thinking, okay, I can do this. By the end of the week, they're like, oh my God, give me coffee. It's a treat to myself. I just need it to get Somebody me through the day. Yes, <laughs> exactly. What's the number one thing ordered? Is it just straight black or do you get like, hey, a lot of people like this? Uh, we sell a lot of drip. We sell a lot of Mexican mochas. I was going to say Mexican, Mexican mochas. mochas. Oh, yes. Mexican mochas. Okay. Yes. Interesting. And, and increasingly so, we a lot of cardamom lattes, yes. cardamom vanilla lattes. Just things you, you can't typically find at other at other yes. coffee shops. That's what All right, I so, love about my So here we are. We're back to Van now who doesn't know anything about <laughs> coffee. Tell me about, there's a lot of different ways you can create a cup of coffee, right? We got all kinds of different things. We got the French press, we got the percolator, you know, we got all these different things. What is the proper way to actually make a cup of coffee? <laughs> I, think well, I say this because, but here's mindset. why I say this, because even though I don't drink coffee, mm -hmm. there's one thing I do for my wife every single morning. Mm -hmm. I make her a cup of coffee. So I want to make sure I give her the proper thing and not just giving her crap. So tell me, teach me, oh, wise coffee makers, <laughs> How should I be making my wife her cup of coffee? Other than coming to Moonbird and getting it. buy our beans at Moonbird because we sell our beans. Um, so do you have a lot of people that buy beans yeah, directly and I take mean, them home? We do, and we actually ship beans to people who try our coffee in town. What if I don't have a grinder at home? We grind it for You'll grind it for me. To your specifications. Is that cost extra or is that just nope. part of the service? No, it's part of the just service. Just what we do. Okay. I think I've gotten away from my original question, which is how do I make the perfect cup of coffee? It depends on the drinker. Exactly. Everyone has their own preference, their own strength level. We like strong coffee. Okay. We like um, French press. You do use a French press. We do. It's um, confusing to me. It's. I feel like you're going to get, there's no easy. way for the grounds to get in. There's a little screen in there. There is a screen. So okay. You have to grind it properly. Mm -hmm. I have to grind it properly. It's very coarse grind. Um, Seems like a lot of work. A lot of people will so, tell you to steep it. I think it's somewhere is, between... Is that what you do, Rachel? You I French do, press? I do have a French press. You have one at home? I do have one at home. Okay. So but I like the chemistry. Y'all are not going to like what I, what I tell you on how I make oh, my coffee. No. You're pro life. Yeah. <laughs> Until it looks... The Keurig is the best invention in the world, right? Uh, I gotta do very little work. I put the little cup in and I'm boom. I press the button. How long have you been married? Yeah. 23 years. Wow. I'm doing something right. It's not Must the coffee. Must not be coffee. It's not the coffee. <laughs> Must not be the coffee. No. We're, we're going down the Dr. Ruth path, so we'll, for, we'll, we'll skip the rest of that conversation. I didn't plan that Dr. Ruth right now. That was amazing. just an accident. All right, so um, the French press, you think that's yes. the way to go? I, I need to get a French press. That's my taste because yeah. when you Can use I buy the, a French press from Moonbird? 
Y'all don't sell stuff no, like that. We, we could get one for you. <laughs> I mean, do you think you should start getting to increase your revenues, getting into other stuff? Maybe it's, selling some swag shirts and we do. We do. You have t-shirts. Where have you been? I come there for meetings and I get your tea because I don't drink coffee. We have hats. We have have you ever thought of expanding beyond just the tea? The problem in our space is that we don't have much storage. So right. we have to be... Because Mike is using that space mm-hmm. after you leave. Yeah, exactly. So they need space for tablecloths and right. all the you good stuff. You can set your sign in my office. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, just say maybe have a display of French presses yeah. that you can sell. You buy them at... At, uh, you know, wholesale and sell mm-hmm. them at retail. Yeah. No? I mean, it's a good idea. We'd make some money off of it. But Mike my, my doesn't have the room for it. Yeah. If you had your own place, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah. All right, so getting back to being an entrepreneur. Two years in, it's more than just making coffee to be an entrepreneur. Yes. Tell us about that experience. You know, do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you want to go back to just dealing with coffee and not having to worry about expenses and paying bills and accounting and all that crap it is awesome to work for yourself yeah i think that makes it worth it it's nice to be a part of something that you feel it's, it's kind of growing legs you know you're you're helping to to grow something and and your stake in it is obviously huge um, so and for me kind of leaving behind sort of a, a white collar white collar gig it's been nice were you in the coffee business as well, or no, actually, what did you do? I, I was a communications professional in uh, at Emory University, actually. Okay. Um, and I was working at the shop on Saturdays with, with Casey, but I found myself more and more throughout the day kind of grabbing my phone and watching sales and watching, you know, more mentally engaged, I, I found, with the business than, than I was. I was becoming a bit more detached from my own work. Um, so when the, the numbers aligned... And we made the transition. It was it was time we'd grown enough to hire someone. Um, and it made sense to just hire Just made you. sense. Yeah. yeah. That's very Yeah, why? So the, uh, there's no need, though, at this point to hire anyone additional. No one else will fit. Yeah. yeah. You've seen the bar. <laughs> just because yeah, yeah. from the space, mm-hmm. but I was thinking more so so y'all could actually, because you're working six days a week, right? Mm-hmm. No, well... No, how you do it? Do y'all so take some time there, off individually? We're there Thursday or Tuesday through Saturday. Oh, so we Monday's have Sunday closed. And Monday, technically closed. out of the shop. Okay. Yeah. But that's yeah. usually let's get the inventory. Yeah. Right. So, You're still going in. Still, still going in. When you own a business, there's no such thing as right. a, day a day off. No. Right. Well, we're up to where we need to take a commercial break to hear from our sponsors, and when we come back. We're going to talk with Casey and Melissa to play our ever-fun game called Hot or Not, so stay tuned right after these messages. So, Looking for an affordable, functional, and creative space to work? Check out 3411 Coworking in downtown Chambly. They have flexible month-to-month office space options that include fiber internet, meeting rooms, printing, coffee, snacks, and networking events. 3411 Coworking is the perfect place for entrepreneurs, remote workers, and small business owners looking for a one-stop shop for your professional needs. Stop by for a tour Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and see how 3411 Coworking can work for you. Welcome back to Between Two Trains. We are here today talking about Moonberg Coffee and how much I do not know about the coffee business and making coffee. And I'm sure my wife is listening to this and she's getting real excited about the new French press I'm going to be bringing home after the show here. So... 
Let's play our fun game, Hot or Not. All right, so y'all are actually partners, right? Right, right. In real life, you know, not that the Moonbird Coffee is not real life, but <laughs> when you leave Moonbird Coffee, you see each other every night. This is your yes. favorite question. Uh-huh. It is one of my favorite questions. So, Hot or Not, working with a spouse or partner, is that a hot thing to do or not such I'm a gonna hot thing? I'm going to say hot. I think I have to say hi. You like it, huh? <laughs> she better say hi. You get to see her all day long and all night long, twenty four hours. I, I, I never. You don't get sick of her. I get. I think she, she wouldn't gets a say little, that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I think I get on her nerves a good bit, but yeah. I, I think I didn't realize before just how little we saw of each other. Um, just she's tied up with the shop. I was at work. When I would get home, I'd be ready to talk to her, and she's mm -hmm. done talking for the day. Um, so in some way, it's it's been it's actually. I don't know, been a good thing. I think. And I think while we're working, it's not like we get to hang out and like, yeah, you know. You're working. Yeah. So we're mostly dealing with customers, doing dishes, doing like a million things at once. So it's nice to see her there, but it's not like right. when we're at home. Right. That's great. Okay. Obviously, you all think this, this is hot, but I want to know a little bit more about this from you. Turning a hobby into a business. Oh, yes. Would you do it again? Yes. Yeah. I would. Um, Which hobby? <laughs> <laughs> We're still talking about coffee and not Dr. Ruth. <laughs> I think that you really have to love the hobby. Um, because if not, actually having to wake up and do it every day, you would be miserable and you'd ruin it for yourself. Yes. So I, I wake up and the first thing I want in the morning is coffee. So that's not going away. We get to the shop and we brew coffee and I'm like, oh, that smells great, you know? And it doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. Yeah. It hasn't gotten old. No. That's so cool. You ever seen the show, the Jerry Seinfeld show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? You ever seen that show? I have. They show these pictures when they're doing it mm -hmm. of people making coffee because they're intertwining that with his comedy, right. and they make these beautiful little arrangements in the coffee mm -hmm. where, like, the cream or whatever they're putting in turns into a beautiful flower. Uh -huh. Is that real, or are they faking that? <laughs> it is real. Is it's that something you can do? I, you know how to do that? I can do it to an extent. I can don't... you come to my house every morning and do that for my wife? <laughs> Not with you, you might have to make a, a serious investment and up your uh, okay. game a bit. So, I mean... That's like if I came and I was a coffee drinker, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and I ordered something like that. Mm -hmm. Is that I can make you a latte with a squiggle in it. With a squiggle <laughs> in it. Yeah. If, if I didn't specifically ask for a squiggle, you're not going to necessarily, it's not like your trademark or something. You would still probably get something. It would look like, uh, you know, a cloud uh, of some I mean, kind. It depends on who's making it. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, are you, are, Melissa, have, are you a better I squiggly? A, no, I am not proficient with latte art. I choose to let customers interpret what I have done. She's is that at, what it's called, latte art? It's it like is. looking at clouds. She's exactly. good at the Rorschach exactly. latte art. Okay. A lot this. of dots all yeah. over the place. What, what do you see? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's an interactive experience. <laughs> okay, all right. And then we got also, not to know, mm -hmm. talking about your, your hot or not here, Rachel, but we got the, the little, what's it called? The little one. Where it's espresso. The espresso, thank you. Espresso. See, I really don't know anything about coffee. The espresso. Tell me what, what's an espresso now? 
It's just, just concentrated very coffee. Very strong, yeah. Dark, generally. Just like mm-hmm. kick me in the ass yep, type coffee. Exactly. Full of caffeine. Do you get a lot of orders for espressos? Oh, yes. That's what we should start Dan off with. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's what I need. Like, I'm not already hyper enough. I need an espresso. Well, maybe, um, maybe we'll start him off with hot chocolate do I need and a s- slowly pour a shot of espresso <laughs> into it. I, we're going to come back to the shot thing in a second, but yeah. do I need a special device to make an espresso? Like, is there you espresso machines? You need a machine, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Mike has the space for you to have your French press, your espresso maker. What other equipment do you need? We don't have French press in the shop. We oh. do that at home. Oh, the French press is just you for the home. Yeah. Right. So we have a huge espresso machine, and okay. then we have a coffee brewer. A coffee brewer. Yeah. And a couple of different grinders. What, what's the deal and... with percolators? So, Does anyone percolate anymore? Yes. I remember when I was growing up in the 70s, my grandmother had a coffee pot that she put on top of the stove and had a little thing on the top, like a ball mm-hmm. on the top, yeah. and uh-huh. it would start, you know, and she's like, all right, the coffee's ready. So I think... That generally makes pretty strong coffee. Okay. And it's, um, a lot of people love to do Cuban coffee in percolators. So, so people still use mm-hmm, percolators? People do. Some people really hate them because they think it makes it taste pretty burnt. Oh, really? So, you no, know, it's all about... It's the Just because the heat is getting, it's like right on the, the right. fire in the oven. Okay. What's the difference between a Chemex and a percolator? Whoa, 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 whoa. A what? Like a... Like What's a, a Chemex? Glass. So... Totally different. Uh, y'all are going to have to explain. Yes. What, what, is a, what is this now? A glass what? So it's just another apparatus. To, oh, my phone's off. Another apparatus to um, brew coffee. It's a fancy. Okay. It looks like you're doing Seems like we've got a lot of different ways yeah. to do the same mm-hmm. damn thing. There are lots of ways. And if you, if you ask people, they will feel very strongly. This about, is the way. Yes. <laughs> I like this. Yes. Everyone's got, obviously, right. particular tastes. A lot of people love pour over which is basically just a very fresh cup of uh, drip coffee. You take a little cone with a paper filter, put your grounds in it, and pour hot water over it. But people think it's the best thing. It It all depends. It does look cool. It does look cool. All right, so getting back to being an entrepreneur, we'll do another hot or not here business plan. Oh, that was what I was going to ask. Oh, I'm sorry. I beat you to it. That's great. Hot thing to do or not? Did you do a business plan before you opened? No. You just. <laughs> yep. Right right Mike, Mike Palmer yeah. said go and we went. Exactly. I like that. I think that it's a smart thing to do. I think, especially if you need financing and all of that, then you kind of have to. So you didn't do it when you first started. Right. Do you do anything now today to go, all right, we're coming up towards the end of the year, 2020? Do we need a plan for 2020 or we're just doing the same thing over and over again? I, I think as we continue to grow and, and really our, position ourselves um, to consider additional additional opportunities and what that means, I, I think that that, that kind of um, will probably start dipping our toes in that sort of environment, the, the business planning, making sure everything's in order, um, you know, crunching the numbers, crunching the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you do all your own accounting or you send that out well we did we did the first year um we did most of our we did our own books uh this the second year we got tired of doing that and and actually uh, it's hard because because you're not only dealing with the accounting for the business but then you've got the stupid state and you have to pay you know the taxes and all that stuff Mm -hmm. 
Right. And are y'all just taking money out of the business or you put yourself on payroll to pay yourself? Because at the end of the day, you go home, you need some money to pay those bills. Right. Right. The way that it's organized now would be, and that's, there's some technical jargon for it, but, but essentially we're so small that you can sort of draw, like an sure. owner's you're draw. Sure. Just, you're just making business. a draw from it. Yeah. Um, you didn't feel the need to... Right, to actually right. create I mean, a role and consider to expanding I mean that will require an, its own reorganization and, and with that a different sure. sort of um, financial infrastructure for the business sure oh we're still going we, we got time you know you got some more hot or not well, I have out. another question or just a question okay yeah. I have a I have a question for you about the name mm -hmm. how did you come up oh with yeah Moonberg uh, my first name was rejected by everyone that I told. Oh my God! You gotta say what it was yeah, there. Was so they they need to know what it could have been. The bitter bohemian. That does that. <laughs> everyone, the facial the expression. Merch. Bitter. I mean, I think there's so there's so many <laughs> negatives to that. <laughs> I get where you what you're trying to uh -huh. think of. Uh -huh. But the word bitter to start with, we're, we're trying to sell coffee here. You're on the same page with everyone yep. else. Oh, Casey was, was so a woman so, on her own. I think <laughs> I uh, was de feeling defeated because everyone told me it was such a horrible thing that I went back to the office and just kind of sat there and stared around the room and uh, landed on my Shel Silverstein book. And uh, it's Little Kid Palms. And where the sidewalk ends, I was reading that, and it talked. It's a poem, basically about how adults take life too seriously, and we kind of need to step back and relax and enjoy things. And it talks about the moonbird. Ah. I was like, okay. And then I did a little research, and um, there was this bird that scientists tagged and tracked it throughout its life. And in the course of its life, it traveled the distance that it would take to get to the moon and back. And you know, everyone's moms say that to them. So it just... I love that. Uh, there's another merchandising opportunity. We should be selling the book <laughs> at the... Oh, yeah. It's no bitter bohemian. <laughs> it's, it's, it'll do. I'm not quite sure what the merchandising opportunities with the bitter bohemian I, would I be. I think you can all imagine. I think there's a niche <laughs> market for that. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So good. All right, so what is next? We talked a little bit before. I think I asked, you know, any opportunities. We're just going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, but Chambly is changing. Right. And I'm sure you all have seen the change. Mm -hmm. Lots of people coming in literally right around the corner from, well, before right we even get around the yeah. corner, right across the street, yeah. we've got some high-end townhomes that are being built. And if you go around the other side of City Hall, there's about to be like 350 apartment units that are going to start getting built next year. So there's going to be a lot more people in downtown. I'm assuming that's a lot of opportunity for you. You know, that's Have true. you planned that out or thought about how you can take advantage of that? I think on an informal basis, we talk about it a lot. We talk about it more and more mm -hmm. because we're in a position where we can consider it more and more. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we've certainly kept our eyes open to all the, the change and development in Shambly. Um, I think there's absolutely room for Moonbird to grow in Shambly. We love this community. This is this Well, obviously, you get a lot of word of mouth. People talk about you. you. Since you're in the West End, you may not realize this, but with all the local social media stuff, mm -hmm. you come up a lot, you know, next door and all those that you may not see because you're not on them. Yeah. 
are on there. So other than the word of mouth of the locals who've come there and said, hey, this is a great spot, and you know, someone like me who says, hey, we need a business meeting, let's go to Moonberg right. to have our business meeting, which I'm sure you get a lot of that. Oh, yes. Um, what are you doing to try to bring in more business? Any kind of marketing, advertising, social media? What are you doing? We do a lot of, um, people ask for a lot of donations in the area. So we give to a lot of well, financial and in kind. We've been right. very fortunate. Here. Mm-hmm. You're talking about like sponsoring uh, local kids' teams, teams, swim teams, stuff like that? Uh, 5Ks. Uh, we've done gift baskets for raffles for like PDK. We support um, Lifeline several times a year, but mm-hmm. we're also doing ads in some of the more local um, neighborhood newsletters mm-hmm. here, and uh, and social media outreach. That's really been that's actually been probably the bread and butter of our advertising. Word of social mouth. media. And word yeah, of I'm still so surprised by how many people don't know that you're there. Right. Oh, I a lot was, of people. I was in there. Like, where is it? Coffee yeah. and, and she's like, I didn't even know this place existed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how's that possible? But but there's a lot of room for growth. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we well, if you could, meeting. we're we're pretty much almost at the end of our time. So my my only request is if you could talk to Mike and see if he can't carve out a little space for you to hold one other item besides the tea. Maybe some orange juice <laughs> would be nice. I'd love a cup of orange juice when I'm having my muffin mm-hmm. when I'm at my mm-hmm. business meeting at eight in the morning. I'm pretty sure. Seat. I'm pretty sure we can make you like coffee. Oh, you can make me cry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can do that, too. Um, I have a feeling that now that Casey knows who I am, uh-huh. when she sees me come in, she's going to force me to have a we cup converted. of coffee. We've converted quite a few people. Oh, do we have a board where the little lines, how many we people should. you've converted? That would be awesome. How do you know if you've got a virgin coffee drinker? Um, They're some, usually pretty forthcoming yeah, about it. They say. They come in, they say, I don't I'm like here, coffee. I'm here, I'm a virgin, be gentle yeah. with me. They're yeah. usually with a friend that loves coffee, and I'm like, hmm, okay. What, what do you normally Mexican like mocha. to drink? Uh-huh. Me- Mexican. Right, we're not starting with the Mexican mocha, all right? Let's just be we'll figure it frank out. here. We'll we need the baby steps. I want something with the, like a lots of milk and cream and whatever else you can put in there <laughs> right. to water it down. Hot we can do that. You'll love it. <laughs> what about, one last thing, I just thought of this, I meant to ask you earlier, what about like something a little stronger that might have a little alcoholic kick <laughs> to it? Can we do that? Well, there's a bar downstairs at okay. Southbound, so uh, you can always pick up something upstairs. Okay, so upstairs you can't make and, it. No. Is that because you have to have a license? Right. You can't piggyback on Mike's license. Yes, yeah, no. no. You can't just say, hey, he sold the <laughs> right, shot and exactly. we happen to put it in here. But you can do it the other way yeah, around. I can sell the coffee. You can sell the coffee, exactly. but then i got to go down there. But there's no one down there at 8 in the morning. Well, you shouldn't be drinking at yeah, 8, eight in, the in the morning. morning. Well, you know, if I want, like, uh, what's what's the, the Irish, you know, drink? You Irish know? Uh, coffee. Yeah, whatever. The one with it's got the little kick to it. There. All right, all right. Here's something. If not alcohol, what mm-hmm. about I heard... The, the new hip thing is the CBD oils. Can we put you, some... I think you have to have special licensing for that? to yes. do that, too. Mm-hmm. People do bring in their own cups with their oil in it. Mm-hmm. So people, you, you, yes, they, they say, I'm going to put this CBD oil no, in. No, they, they come in with it. In they their, have, like, creamer cream. and all stuff in and the they cup. Just and they just want us to pour mm-hmm. coffee on top. I'm not quite sure I understand it. that concept. Isn't CBD oil supposed to make me a little more... Calm and relax, mm-hmm. and coffee's supposed. To, isn't one a downer and one's an upper? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it. What are they trying to do here? People out. I don't know. I don't know. I think 
This is the way my mind works. Much science to be followed. If you do want Irish coffee, you can get a soft bounce brunch. They sell our drip coffee, and they can add. Okay. They have all of their special concoctions. Do you feel if Mike said, hey, you can have the space upstairs past, because it's 2.30, right? That's when right. yeah. he kicks you out because mm-hmm. he's running his business. Right. What if he let you stay longer? Are you happy with the 2.30? or? Well, so I don't What about think... that 4 to 5 o'clock hour where people are getting off work and they want a cup of coffee? That could happen, but kind of sales die off after about 3-ish anyway. Okay. Um, I don't think people want yeah, as much the coffee. Don't really really? Yeah. Because it seems evening. like the Starbucks is still packed, even at... Look around. See if people are actually ordering things. They're just sitting in yes. there. Or you're they're, meeting They're someone. getting the free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Does Mike make you pay for the Wi-Fi? Or? No. So that's just part of your rent. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're way over the mm-hmm. time. I'm sorry, but I think we could talk for another 30 okay. minutes. But I'm going to I'm gonna say we're at the end. So... Um, obviously, we've already mentioned where you're at um, and where people can get a, a great cup of coffee and hopefully a, a cup of orange juice. Um, <laughs> and so is there any parting words you want to tell the people why they need to come to Moonberg over Starbucks? Or Well, we're there. You're well, there? We're there. Yeah. We're worth it. Yeah, Here's one last question. I keep thinking of these I questions. Know. I could go on and on. The McDonald's $1 coffee. Uh-huh. That's a campaign. You see a lot of commercials. They're pumping that hard. Yeah. Is that, like, a big deal? Or do you feel like, I mean, do you have a, a coffee that's, hey, we're, this is our lost leader. We're going to sell this for a dollar. Well, if you if you come in and you buy a coffee uh-huh. and you want more coffee, it's a dollar. Okay. So refills are $1. Okay. Um, if at the end of the day you're still there and we're about to pour out the coffee, you can have all the coffee you want. <laughs> so come at 2.15 to Moonberg Coffee and get whatever's left. 2.31. 2.31, okay. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. No we problem. really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be at Moonberg Coffee coming up. And everyone who listens to this, check them out. They're in the upstairs of Southbound Restaurant, which is right on Peachtree Road in downtown Chambly. Thanks a lot. Thank you.